Hello, and welcome to Better Tomorrow Vibes. My name is Alyssa Nato, and I am on a mission to help as many women raise their vibe and move forward through all of life's challenges. And I believe I'm going to do this by showing them love, spreading the love. I want to lift them up. I want to inspire them to be the best versions of themselves. And I believe together as women, we should grow and share our successes and cheer each other on and share our hard times to get us through and make this world a better place for our children. So today I am going to talk about something that I honestly don't even know if I will even post this, if I will even have the guts to post this, but there's um, something that I've always wanted to work with young women and um, young teenage girls, and I wanted to share my own personal story, so I'm hoping that I'm brave enough to post this, but today uh, I wanted to talk about my battle with the eating disorder, and of course, I didn't just wake up one morning and have an eating disorder. So in my first episode, I talked a little bit and I shared a little bit of my background with everyone. And, you know, at that time, I didn't really feel like my life was much different than ordinary kids' lives. But obviously it was a little bit. I never forget. I remember in elementary school when we were doing the math one day to figure out how old our parents were. And I realized that my parents were the youngest parents in my class. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think my mom was, you know, only 17 when she had me. So anyways, but as a kid, you really don't notice my parents were taking the best care of me as they possibly can and my grandparents and my aunt as well. But that leads me up to more of my adult well let's let's go back we'll we'll go to um the start i believe of my um knowledge of beginning to know about uh food issues and dieting and stuff like that so i'll bring us all the way back to when i was probably you know just about probably seven, eight, nine years old, I can remember my grandmother being on, it wasn't Weight Watches, oh, it was um, Nutrisystem, and I can remember her always watching her weight, and she would have this special orange drink in the morning, and I would always say, Grandma, Grandma, can I have some and share it with you, and I can remember at a very young age, I was always very interested in her, like, she would eat cottage cheese and cantaloupe and wasa bread. And I was always very interested in healthy food, even though I was really exposed to great, awesome food. My grandfather was definitely a foodie back then. He always had the taste for great things. And I was exposed to all different things from he was Portuguese, but he loved Italian food. He loved you know, some Jewish food. He loved Asian food. He was basically into everything. He definitely loved to go out to eat to restaurants. And as a child, I always tried everything. I always loved all my vegetables and I was a really good eater, um, when I was really small, which I probably should have started with that. But I honestly, I don't have anything written down by script and I'm just going to go from my heart. So I apologize. But anyway, so I was definitely of, 
you know, always into trying any food possible when I was a kid. And then I started noticing things, you know, like my grandmother with her little Nutrisystem diet. Um, My mother herself always struggled with her weight. And I remember in junior high, she started this diet that was like about a 500 calorie a day diet, which is insane. I can't even believe that. And as well as my stepmother, who I call my mother, she also, after she had my brothers, she went on that 500 calorie diet as well. So I started noticing like a little pattern there, you know, and maybe becoming a little bit more conscious of what I ate as time went by and I ended up in junior high. And I can remember I had a group of friends and two of them were Vietnamese and they were very small girls and they could basically eat whatever they wanted like candy they had great appetites they were little foodies as well and I spent a lot of great times with them but I think it was a little frustrating because I couldn't eat how they ate so I believe that's where it all started I think I started to restrict myself in junior high I can remember you know, for lunch, I would bring rice cakes with peanut butter and a small little can of grapefruit juice and a banana. And that would be my lunch. I honestly don't even think I ate breakfast back then. I think I would really restrict, you know, a little bit more. Um, I'm not sure what I had for dinner then because I'm sure my parents, I, we sat down and had meals together. So I know they noticed. But as I grew a little bit older and I went to high school and, you know, my brothers were really small. I, my brother, uh, Ethan, was born when I was in ninth grade. So my parents got busy and I don't think we always sat down for meals anymore because I was out and about with my friends and I was involved in sports. So I would come home later and then I would usually go out with my friends or my boyfriend after school or whatever. So I got to slip under the radar a little bit with my food because they didn't really notice. During high school, I think I would go up and down, you know, really strict sometimes. And then just being a regular teenage girl and enjoying candy bars. And we used to stop at McDonald's on the way home from our field hockey games. And there was some parents always made cookies for the bus ride there and stuff. But I got to say, I started to realize that I would restrict so much. And then when I ate something, I would just feel so horrible and guilty. And that's when I learned about the purging, which would, you know, go alongside with constricting myself so much. Um, And that ended up being an ongoing battle for a really long time. When I was in high school, I can't even believe this, but some days I wouldn't eat anything but sometimes just, uh, what are they called, Uh, Italian ice. I would eat a lemon Italian ice at lunch, and then I wouldn't eat anything else for the rest of the day. I would probably do a two-hour field hockey practice or track practice, and it really saddens me that I did that damage to my body over all those years. And it actually really started to spiral out of control my senior year. And during that time, I definitely 
didn't hang out with my friends as much. I really isolated myself more. I felt like with my boyfriend, I pulled away more. I felt like he was too controlling. My father was too controlling, which could have also really played a huge part in the whole eating disorder because I felt like my life was always so out of control that I felt like food was the only thing that I was in control of. And I remember, you know, senior year, I would just skip lunch altogether because I didn't really want people to know or call me out on not eating. And I really feel like my best friend at the time, I I believe, I don't think we really talked about it, but I believe she tried to do a little intervention with my field hockey coach. And we ended up having someone come in to talk about nutrition with us. And that honestly, that just pissed me off. Like anytime I would feel that someone knew my secret it would just make me mad and like push away even more and I would push away you know with friends and family and my family started to notice this pattern I was getting into and my parents my dad and my stepmom ended up getting me trying to get me some help but I was just not Um, embracing the help at all. I was angry. I didn't want anyone to know what I was doing. I was just probably ashamed of myself and just felt like I was spiraling out of control. So without without poor nutrition, I was definitely not making the most rational decisions. I felt like my brain was, I always had brain fog during this whole time. And I don't even know how I even was able to play sports with, I was so malnutritioned. But I sort of was able to keep under the radar a little bit because I remember they would do weight checks in school on me and that, oh, that made me so angry having to go down to the nurse's office and have them weigh me. And, but I would just stay kind of right under the radar because I looked like just a healthy weight. Like I wasn't a skeleton or anything like that. So I pretty much stayed under the radar. Um, I'm going to fast. And also too, in high school, I did tend to notice the girls who were struggling like me, but we never talked about it. And I'm just sharing this with you because if you have any young girls going through this or you have any friends or family that you see going through this, I would recommend trying to help them, but in more of a subtle way because they're going to be angry with you. They're not going to want you to know their secret. And sometimes just small little subtle hints or or sharing something with them or trying to show them like, listen, everybody has something, you know, everybody has some sort of addiction due to trauma. And just try to really lightly and gently talk about it with them and find definitely some professional help and be consistent with it. Because I definitely know we weren't consistent with my help. And I'm not really sure if it could have saved me a lot of years of this struggle or not. 
I feel like I guess the person just really has to be ready to make a change and I really didn't want to make a change back then and I really didn't know what was the root of my problem, why I had this eating disorder. So I think that you really have to figure that out first and everyone has to go through their struggles to finally see the light at the end of the channel. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit more until my adult adult life and graduating from school. From there, I went to Harrison School and I had moved out of the house at that point. And some days were really debilitating with my eating disorder. I felt like I couldn't even get out of my own way. I felt like I was so in between. I wanted to be with my family, but I felt like I disappointed them because I moved in with my boyfriend and then I was living with my boyfriend which I should have been so happy about but then I really wanted to be with my family and the eating disorder just really spiraled out of control to some days where I couldn't even leave the house to go to school. I was definitely in a major depression which I don't really think anyone really knew about. I would usually stay up late crying at night just really asking like god what is wrong with me why am i so crazy like this isn't normal someone shouldn't be you know worried about what they're eating all the time just thinking about food all the time and you know eating and then purging it up and i was just such a mess during that time and i ended up getting um pregnant um i was probably 20 years old i was still in hairdressing school but when that happened, you know, I realized I had to eat healthier or I had to eat, but still I wasn't making the best decision decisions nutrition-wise, which really upsets me now, but I can't change anything. I really thought back then that I had to stick to fat-free diet, so most of the foods that I would eat would be oranges. Um, I would still drink a ton of coffee to get through the day just to have the energy I had because I waitressed as well as going to hairdressing school. I would honestly think that eating, you know, orange sherbet with chocolate jimmies was actually a healthy meal because it was fat free. And I can't believe all that sugar I was intaking back then. And that sherbet, sherbet and chocolate jim, jimmies didn't have any nutritional value whatsoever. But um, I, so I ended up having, you know, Mason was a pretty healthy baby boy considering. But after I had him, I wanted to get that weight off as soon as possible. And I was pretty much in my regular jeans that I had that I used to wear before I had him in a week. I just basically hardly ate and I also nursed him, which I was so unhealthy. I don't even know how I was getting through the day. I was definitely had a lot of brain fog, but I felt like as a mom, I was just putting all my efforts into raising my son and my anxiety with the eating disorder. I just pushed all that anxiety into trying to take care of my son the best way I could. So nobody would think that I wasn't a good mother. I put everything into him. It was pretty much 
an obsessive compulsive mom he had to be perfectly dressed all the time and perfectly clean and I obsessed about it so much so the eating disorder then turned into the eating disorder plus a little bit of obsessive compulsive a little bit OCD disorder so um so during that time Mason you know I ended up working and taking care of him and my relationship with his father ended probably when he was about two years old and I had to move back in with my parents and that was tough. My parents and my brother, it's my brothers and I'm trying to be an adult and raise my child and but we we all got through and did the best we could but I still had this underlying eating disorder which I again would just try to stay totally under the radar. I will post if if I do post, I will post um a picture with this when I post this podcast a picture of me when Mason was one years old at his birthday party and you would think I looked pretty healthy back then but honestly probably the only thing I used to eat back then was iced coffee and animal crackers because I knew they were fat free and I remember when he was a year old I even had my wisdom teeth out and that's the only thing I still ate after having my wisdom teeth out. So I definitely, my mind was twisted and it was definitely damaged and had trauma. And I didn't, I really didn't know why then. And I, I wanted to get better and I would try to get better and I would do good for a little while. And then I'd go right back into my old habits again. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit more and I don't really think I got a hold of this whole eating disorder until I met my husband. And when I did meet him, I was going through a lot, the separation of my son's father and I. It really was taking a little toll on my son. You know, I had to share custody with him and going back and forth it wasn't the easiest and I wasn't taking the best care of myself I would work doubles and not eat all day and maybe at that point I might have like a salad at night I started maybe eating some vegetables back then but I wasn't completely healthy when I start when I first met my husband at the time but as you know, we started to know each other and we got closer, I started to get healthier and because I started to be happy and I started to live my life for me and not really care about what other people thought of me. And I don't still think I had a whole grasp of what I was doing, the whole eating disorder control issue, feeling like my life was out of control and that's what I could control. But as the years went on, I do feel like having children definitely saved my life. Um, Being with my husband that I'm with now definitely saved my life because I wouldn't have realized what love was and what happiness was and that really made me see the light and start to realize what 
caused the eating disorder was maybe being as a child and you know being going through all the divorces that my father had went through and you know going from mom to stepmom to stepmom and just being bounced around a little bit I couldn't really control that and as I got older I couldn't really control my dad being strict. I couldn't really control a strict boyfriend. I just, there was just lots of things that all played a role. And I just wanted to share this story because I know some of you out there might be going through battling the same thing, eating disorder, or you could be battling, you know, a drug and alcohol problem, or you could be battling, you could be have you know too much food and binging and you know there's so many things out there and I believe that we should share our stories we should definitely get the professional help we need we need to love ourselves first and just work on ourselves so through this all could I say that I'm perfect right now and I don't ever go into that bad behavior absolutely not But, you know, I feel sometimes I would say if I pick like a diet that, say I wanted to try the bodybuilder diet, I tried that about seven years ago. When I did try that diet, I started getting into the you know, the, my mindset from a young age when I was a young girl and I started getting those feelings again when I was being too restrictive with my food. And I'll never forget, we had friends that invited us over for um, a Cinco de Mayo party. And if you know me, I absolutely love Mexican food and I absolutely love margaritas. And our friends invited us over and I was like literally having almost a panic attack that I wasn't gonna go to this party. And I had to reel myself in and say, Alyssa, what are you doing? Like, you're an adult, you're in control. If you want to go to a party and have a margarita, it's perfectly okay. And I had to like talk myself off the ledge. And I feel sometimes when my life is crazy and out of control, I might think of those bad behaviors again. And I have to just tell myself, it's okay, take a deep breath. You know, maybe go for a walk, maybe meditate a little bit, um, just bring myself back so I don't get into those bad behaviors. Or I feel sometimes as in my older age, I might not go revert back to that eating disorder, but I will revert back to trying to control a situation like like to the extreme, like even to the point where maybe my kids put the milk away in the fridge or how I line up the towels or I definitely still have a little bit of my OCD, but I'm working on it every single day. I'm trying to be better and I'm trying to figure it all out just like everyone else and we do the best we can and As I said before, the reason behind this podcast is I really believe until we know, we don't know any better. And then when we know better, we do better, just like Maya Angelou said. And I didn't know back then that, 
you know, fat-free food was terrible for us and that it probably wasn't the healthiest to eat animal crackers and coffee all day. I didn't realize how the body needs good nutrition to run run the best it can. And that's another thing that I would really try to explain to young children so they know I I didn't have someone that explained to me, listen, Alyssa, your body needs fruits, vegetables, protein, healthy fats to run, you know, optimally. I didn't, I didn't know that back then. And I try to teach my children that now, you know, eating balanced meals. Of course, there's always room to have some junk food, but you really need to nourish your body. And that brings me to another story maybe about, well, when my youngest was probably in sixth or seventh grade, it, um, we, I took him to the doctor's office and he definitely had a little bit of his baby fat because he was, you know, going through, definitely he was going to be going through puberty soon and just going to have an, a growth spurt. And I believe his body needed that baby fat in order to grow. And my middle son did the same thing. He got like a little bit chubbier in junior high and then he just shot right up and thinned right out. Well, I never forget the doctor telling me and kind of shaming my son and it was already a sensitive subject for him. And I just remember telling her this is already a very uh, sensitive situation and the way she handled it was she just really didn't have a bedside manner with it at all. And that's that's the thing. With an eating disorder, it doesn't discriminate. Boys can have eating disorders as well. And we just have to be really sensitive and with our children and really just teach them the best we can and give them the knowledge we have and let them try to figure it out. We don't need to restrict these kids so much. They have so much going on that we just need to, you know, really be an example and lead by example with them. And I hope this was helpful. Again, I'm not even sure I'm going to post this, but if I do end up posting this, I hope um, that... I help somebody out there. And if you do have any questions, please message me. You can always give me a text message at 401-497-2440. Or you can direct message me on Instagram. And I would love to help with any questions that you may have. Well, we'll see if I post this. I hope everybody has an awesome day. And remember, love, lift, inspire, grow. Take care. Bye.